Today we're going to talk about the Freedom Trucker 22 protest in Ottawa and at the Ambassador Bridge in Windsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Niagara Tint Shop, located in St. Catharines. Niagara Tint Shop covers all your automotive, flat glass, and paint protection film needs. You can reach them at 905-401-4714 or www. NiagaraTint.ca. As we begin, aerial footage of the area shows trucks in gridlock at the Ambassador Bridge. The Ambassador Bridge carries a key trading link between the U.S. and Canada, and it carries an average of 5,000 to 7,000 trucks daily. The Ambassador Bridge also in Windsor alone sees 700 million two-way trade every single day and that trade employs hundreds of thousands of Ontarios and those jobs feed millions of families. They are the lifeline for our province and its economy as Mr. Ford points out in his newscast all the time and he is 100% correct. The bridge was temporarily closed early Tuesday amid the growing protests of the Canada COVID-19 vaccination mandates that the truckers are not happy with currently. By all accounts, at the bridge has shown to be peaceful. A CNN reporter, and this is really good, a CNN reporter, Juliet Kayum, suggested aggressive measures to end the trucker protest in Canada on Thursday, including, but not limited to, slashing the tires, emptying the fuel tanks, arresting drivers, and towing the vehicles. Later, in her Twitter account, she doubled down with her comments, quoting, Trust me, I will not run out of ways to make the hurt, cancel their insurance, suspend their driver's licenses, prohibit any future regulatory certifications for the truckers, etc. Have we not learned anything? These things will fester and there'll be no more, and there are no consequences. I personally find these a little extreme and unwarranted and and would escalate the peaceful protests to possible violence. Prime Minister Trudeau has yet to come out and meet with the protesters or provide a plan forward. Maybe there is no plan other than staying the course we're on with the vaccination as a high population of Canada is vaccinated, single dose, double dose, and booster. Ottawa is nearing two weeks and the protesters have dug in with no end in sight. The protesters seem to be giddy in their sense of collective purpose and perceived success. But truly, 
my question to you is, are they succeeding? Many residents of Ottawa who live near or by Parliament buildings don't see the celebrations as anything but unruly, disrespectful, and a dangerous occupation. I looked up the Webster's Dictionary of Insurrection, and here it is. A violent uprising against an authority or government. So, as Mr. Ford points out, and legacy media has been pointing out also, by definition, an insurrection like January 6th at the Capitol, they are doing an insurrection. Personally, if I was a resident near the red zone, I would have to leave town. I would not tolerate the honking of horns, idling of trucks, and general chaos this protest brings with it. Think about it for a second. Would you want your street blocked off, strangers walking around day and night, huge police presence, no end in sight, no cooperation, makeshift tents, garbage, and just people, an overabundance of people in your neighborhood. I get that the protests want to bring to the heart of Canada and where they'll find Mr. Trudeau, but really, is there no better way? He's not the only one person who can change the mandates. He's just the top guy. Possibly, and if the protesters would think about this for a second, would you want them coming to your house, Mr. Protester? Would you want all of these people in your neighborhood? Why not invite them over? Have them over to your neighborhood. Have all the trucks there and see how your neighbors are okay with it. To date, cops and bylaw officers in Ottawa have handed out more than 1,300 tickets for traffic violations, made 23 arrests, and have 85 criminal investigations related to the protest underway. Ontario Premier Doug Ford is considering new regulations to speed up their provincial reopening timeline amid pressure from local and provincial politicians. It's unclear if the mandatory masking and proof of vaccination will be dropped. The province has not indicated when that will end. Ontario is the latest province to consider easing restrictions. Alberta and Saskatchewan have already announced their plans for easing the restrictions. Health Minister Christine Elliott stated that while the province wants to remove the restrictions as soon as possible, we can continue to take the cautious we should continue to take the cautious approach, which has bred success in the past. I don't see it as a success in the past where we keep opening and closing, opening and closing. Restaurant owners are going crazy. They, they just don't know what to do. They don't know whether they're going to be open today, closed tomorrow, full capacity, half capacity, nothing. We need to set a course, stick to it, and let the science dictate what goes on. 
Christine Elliott went further on to say, we've already set out our opening timeline timelines. We started January 31st. The next phase is as of February 21st. And then March 14th, Elliott said in a new news conference. We have no plans to currently to drop the passport vaccination situation or masking. Alberta and Saskatchewan announced their plans to end their vaccination passport systems, mask mandates, making them the first provinces to reveal what they would scrap those two coronavirus public health measures that are spurring protests across the country. Mr. Jason Kenney, the Alberta Premier, announced that midnight February the 8th, it would eliminate the vaccine passport system, while Saskatchewan Premier Mr. Scott Moe said the province system would end on February 14th. Mr. Moe said the masking requirements will be dropped at the end of the month and Alberta will end masking mandate for children next Monday. Both premiers have said the vaccine passport systems are no longer useful and it's time to heal divisions in society from COVID-19 restrictions. Quebec and Prince Edward Island announced their plans to ease restrictions, although their timelines are not as aggressive as the other two provinces. Protests against COVID-19 have escalated over the weekend, including highway blockades at the U.S. border in Coots, Alberta. I had to look up the Alberta hospitalization numbers, and I found by my research, that they're holding steady. Alberta recorded 1,623 people in hospital as of February the 7th, compared to 1,570 on January 27th. This doesn't look like we should be lifting our mask mandates when the numbers are climbing, not going the other way. Mr. Kenny claims that the policy changes are not from the mounting pressure within the province. I disagree. I think he's doing it because people are tired. So it seems clear the provinces are starting to buckle to the noise of Ottawa. Currently, as of January 22nd, Canada is roughly 83.75% vaccinated with one dose. 77.9% fully vaccinated. Canada has a 2021 population of 38.2 million people. So, if you do the math, we are just shy of 32 million people having one dose of vaccination and 30 million fully vaccinated. I'm curious, and I've asked this question in some online chat rooms of the people at the uh, Freedom 2022 convoy I've asked if they're vaccinated or not and all the responses I get are it's none of my business if you're unvaccinated why won't you say and go the other way if you are vaccinated why won't you say it's not that big a deal 
say if you are. Say if you aren't. If you aren't, be proud that you aren't. And that's why you're at the Convoy 2022 Ottawa protest. Today in Parliament, Candace Bergen, our intern conservative leader, is calling on the Liberals to present a plan to end federal mandates and restrictions by the end of the month. I quote, she says, I believe the time has come for you to take down the barricades, stop the disruptive action, and come together. The economy you want to see reopen is hurting farmers, manufacturers, small businesses, families are suffering. I believe this is not what you want to do, she said. She went out further on to say, you came bringing a message. The message has been heard, she added. Conservatives have heard you, and we will stand up for you and for all Canadians who want to get back to a normal life. We will not stop until the mandates have ended. Imagine how this sits with health care workers. Think how that works with them when the hospitals start filling up and they start pointing the finger at the conservative government. This is an about turn last week when she called the truckers passionate, patriotic, and peaceful. Personally, I'm not sure where the protests in Ottawa end as the end is not clear for either side. The Ottawa police are for sure struggling with a solution that is not going to end in violence. I don't see Juliet Cam's solution as a viable one. Might be an idea, some of it. But when this does end... I would not be shocked if the Ministry of Transportation sets up a huge camp once the trucks start pulling out for some safety checks. It will be like shooting fish in a barrel for fines and infractions because guaranteed all those trucks sitting there for all that time will have bad brakes, need adjustment, who knows what else. What I see is needed is Mr. Trudeau needs to come forward with a plan. A good plan or a bad plan. Like it or not, it's a plan. Because you're never going to please everyone. Whether it's you're unvaccinated or vaccinated. In watching the live feeds coming from Windsor, the crowds are mocking, provoking, and taunting the police in their face. Check out YouTube. It's all over it. You can't miss it. To me, this is truly unfair of the men and women of law enforcement who are standing there doing their job, upholding our laws, agree with them or don't agree with them. They are our law enforcement. And you should not be standing in their face, taunting them, asking them, as one question on there was, are your children proud of you? Yes, their children are proud of them as a law enforcement person. Keeping the peace. Trying to do their job while you're standing there in their face. Taunting them. That's unfair. So it seems Windsor's all cleared up. 
bridges back open. No real arrests other than some for mischief. Some people taken away. I guess the good part is, if there is a good part, is that there will be so much video footage for defense teams and prosecutors to use in those court cases that it'll be hard to deny and get away with. Anyway, this wraps up our week's podcast. We'll be back next week with hopefully a guest. We're going to do an update on the Freedom 2022 and some other topics as Mr. Trudeau is getting ready to invoke the Emergency Act, which has never been enacted in all of Canada's history. And we'll have to update that next week and see how we do. Everybody have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Here we go now.